Hello, my lovey. You are an amazing, miraculous, gorgeous, complex creature. Welcome back to the show. Whatever you're navigating in the diaspora of poopecularness that is our earth, all right, what this podcast, ZFG Living Podcast, is here for you to do is get real about your mental health struggles, get curious about what gifts they're bringing you, and how to rewrite not just our story, but our actual subconscious programming. So every week, we will explore proven strategies, paradigm-shifting perspectives. We're going to help you get unstuck and start living your most intentional, aligned, joyful life. So if you're ready to get out of overwhelm and into empowerment, if you're ready to stop surviving and start thriving, well, come on, grab your journal. Let's do this. Hello, my lovey. Welcome to another episode of ZFG Living Podcast. We are joined today by Nikki Piper, the journalista queen. I can speak from personal experiences that her journals are the bomb. Uh, Welcome, Nikki. So glad to have you here. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for inviting me on. It's lovely to join you. Excellent. Well, so let's just dive right in. I want to hear about how you uncovered the magic of journaling. Oh, wow. Um, So that... Oh, that started way back in, I think, probably around 2015. Mm-hmm. I was really not in a very good place. Um, I was quite deeply depressed. I was in debt. Um, I just split up from my husband after 24 years. Um, I wasn't actually earning enough money to make, make ends meet. Um, and I was really kind of in, in a dire place. Mm-hmm. And I was actually at a point where I was wondering what life was all about, to be perfectly honest. And I really discovered by accident, journaling, journaling by accident, because I was just so fed up with myself, so fed up with feeling down and miserable and depressed, as I realized it was that now. Mm -hmm. Um, Did anything ever change in my life? So I literally just picked up a a pen and a scrap of paper because I didn't actually have enough money to buy journals in those days so I used to write on the backs of envelopes and things like that and I just used to record how I felt and then it used to actually and I don't recommend this to my clients but it does help sometimes um and it just used to turn into a whinge fest of how awful I felt to be (laughs) perfectly honest um and then it, it wasn't such a great distance in time working out that actually not only if I wrote down how awful I felt and then looking back over the over a period of time, which is probably months, maybe a year or so, um, realising that things did actually change. And if I started to write out, actually, not only do I feel how I feel, mm-hmm. but if I bridge that across into how I actually wanted to feel, my day got infinitely better. Wow. And so you just organically came across that mindset work naturally. Yes. That's yes. Well, you are much more insightful than I am because I had to go find out about mindset work. I certainly didn't figure it out on my own. Uh, That's incredible. I mean, and of course, you know, now we know that once we do rehearse for success or, you, you know, to write about how you wanted to feel how you wanted your life to be, then that builds the brain, uh, the neuropathways so that yeah. you can better create that. 
yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was in, in such a place where, you know, I really couldn't afford to buy anything that wasn't absolutely necessary. And like I said, you know, I was writing on the backs of uh, bills, basically, um, <laughs> envelopes. And, oh, the and, irony. And, yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, sticking things on post-it notes by the side of my cooker. And, you know, there, there was a point where I wanted to start doing something else. I wanted to learn something different. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, was the start of start of my personal development journey if you like because I, I had once I started journaling and started trying to work out you know what what is this thing mm-hmm. um you know things it, it's amazing um how things listen I think but things started popping up in my Facebook feed uh, around personal development which was completely new to me at the time and um I wanted to learn something a bit different and I'm I'm, I'm quite techie uh, I actually um uh, I'm an IT project manager, so for a large government organisation. So I spent a long time Very in um, key, broadcast yes. media and IT. Um, don't necessarily go hand in hand with uh, creatives, but uh, it does for me. And I wanted to learn how to be a bit more techie, how to how to build websites and, and things like that. Um, but I also wanted to learn and journal a bit more around you know the mindset work and stuff like that. So I combined the two. So what I actually did was I started to build websites and as my subject matter, I used my dream life. Oh, that's gorgeous. So I built my dream life on a website while I was learning to play with the tech. Um, That's so cool. Vision board, what? Yeah, Yeah, vision board on steroids, I think. And um, it was, I think, probably about the beginning of 2020 maybe somewhere uh-huh. around there 2009 I can't remember when but a few years ago um I was sent an email reminder for the domain renewal and it's like oh I've forgotten about that I wonder what is what it's like completely completely utterly forgotten about it and when I opened that website and looked at what I'd actually written it was like oh my goodness dear goddess I am doing this and I'm doing that and I'm on my way here and I'm doing this and Wow. So the power not to be underestimated of journaling your dream life. Um, And I used to write it all the time. So I moved from writing about how dire and awful I felt and how how bad and appalling my life was, you know, and, you know, what a miserable, nasty person I was and and all all of those horrible things that you you, you get when you when you're in that space to transitioning across to, you know, I wanting to to feel a bit better and writing about what it would be like and just trying to embody feeling a different person, if you like, a different mentality, a different emotion in my day, to then taking that one step further and thinking, well, you know, what do I want my ideal life to be like? You know, and to be quite honest, I had no clue what I wanted to do, but I journaled around feelings and okay. the types of things that that I could do so I'd like to be more creative I'd like to I'd like to be more of you know talking to people I didn't even know coaching was a thing back then um I'd like to be talking to people um you know I'd like to have you know more freedom in my life I'd like to have passive income and all this kind of stuff that Mm -hmm. used to go into my dream life um and I just used to expand on it a bit here and a bit there and yeah and, and here I are. think because you were approaching it from such a place of deep emotion, you know, because that's what our subconscious, that pre-linguistic part of our brains connects to is feeling. Mm. Yeah. 
you know, so by not being wrapped up in the how, yeah. you, you know, you were just expressing what would feel good, what would make you have a happy life as opposed to, you know, stressing about money and being in emotional turmoil and, you know, all the things that sound so tidy when you describe it. But when you're in that situation, man, it's rough. Yeah. It you know, really suicidal depression, it's no joke. And no. It, it's so incredibly difficult to imagine pulling yourself out of it. And the fact that you just naturally, like your subconscious is like, okay, we've got this, this, you know what I mean? It's like, they were pushing you towards how to heal yourself. That's incredible. It was, but I mean, that's not to say that I didn't have my struggle and my resistance to actually writing. Yeah. It's, um, and I really do relate when, you know, I I run a journaling group and a number of people in there, you know, especially when new people come in, I have such resistance to writing. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I really, really relate to that one. And, you know, it's it's all in the subconscious, I think, you know, the the ego mind trying to protect you because if you're writing and you're creating something new in in words and, like you said, in newer pathways, then, you know, the mind's going mad, isn't it? It wants to protect you, it wants to keep you safe, it wants to give you other things to do, but all of a sudden the ironing is more interesting, you know, and the dog needs walking and, you know, all all of those other things, which I, I experienced, you know, and it it really took me by surprise just how much resistance I had. Um, yeah, those saboteurs so are always there waiting and yeah. trying to pull us back into how it was yesterday yeah. because you're alive yeah. now. Because so yesterday wasn't bad, even though you know we're here like, oh, it's bad. I don't, I don't yeah. want that. This is safe. This is what we know. This is where we want to stay. And it's like, no, this is not where I want to stay. Yeah, not see you later, crab yeah. pot, pulling me back down yeah. in there. No thanks. Yeah. And I, part of my, um, my vision and my dream was, you know, to be creative and and to, to create things, but what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I started journaling and decided that, yeah, actually I was going to take it a bit more seriously than scraps of paper and backs of envelopes. Oh, excuse me. Um, I started to use Excel because I still wasn't in a position to be able to buy things. So mm-hmm. I started to use Excel. So I made you know, a 30 day journal in, in Excel with the headings that I wanted, not, mm-hmm. I mean, in, in those days I couldn't find, you know, even if I had the money to buy something, I couldn't right. find anything that I wanted. So I ended up making my own in Excel and expanding it and <clears throat> expanding my Excel skills as well. And, um, and then I had friends that said, you know, what is it that you use for journaling and things like that? When it's when I started to to sort of a spreadsheet, not hide the fact that I was writing. You know, I'm a secret journaler. <laughs> right, yes, and, and um, so I shared, and and it, it was mainly gratitude based, and but though it was written in such a way that it, basically it could include anything. Oh, okay, that's smart. So that yeah. It, 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 yeah. So, so the sentences were were fairly open, so that you you, you could bring anything in into it, and you know they, it was it was split up in, into chunks, you know, around mm-hmm. about me and my life and how I felt about me, and you know, family, friends, places, but also future journaling as well. You know, what do I want to bring into my life? Why am I grateful for bringing this into my life? And then I really thought some of those friends said, you know, you should turn this into a book, and it's like, yeah, right, no idea. Um, and then I spent probably the best part of a year trying to talk to publishers and people to help me make because I just I just literally had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I eventually moved from making it in Excel into Word. And then my Word skills went right up through the roof as well. So, you know, managing a, a 400 page document with images and stuff in, in oh, a Word wow. document. You know. um, yeah, you learn. <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, so then, but I, the one, the, the workbook that I've used of yours, you had created in Canva. What made you switch softwares to go from, you know, from Word? Well, if anyone's done, you know, million page um, documents in Word, you know, they're not the easiest, especially if you've got repeating sections as well and you need to make a change. Um, that's just um, tiresome, let's say. And, um, I bought a book because I was so fed up with talking to people that wanted, you know, five, ten grand to publish something and that was that were tearing my work apart, saying you know, basically it was awful. And I thought, I just want to publish a journal with, you know, with sections in like like I've done, you know. Uh-huh. I had my own images at the time, um, because I was a little bit into photography as well. And it's like, do you know what? There must be a way that I can do this myself. So I started looking on Amazon as you do. Um and searching for books to help me publish. And I can't remember the name of the one that I found, but it was um it was all around um publishing with Canva and KDP and whatever it was before KDP, which I can't remember now. Um mm-hmm. so it was very it was old. Um and it literally cost me a pound. Oh, that's gorgeous. I love it. <laughs> it. It literally cost me a pound. And basically, I use that book to, you know, learn about, oh, there's this thing called Canva. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was hooked. The minute I opened it, I became a full pro member. I said, I'm not even bothered with the free stuff. I'm straight in here. Um, how does it work? And then, then you know, began another whole learning curve and, you know, the same frustrations I had in Excel and then Word, you know, sure. transferred to Canva because, it, it yes, it's intuitive um, and it's very, very clever and it's come on in leaps and leaps and leaps since I started using it. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so that was um, was a full, full-blown full experience and then obviously trying to – I didn't want to publish on, on KDP and, in fact, I have very few journals on KDP. Mm-hmm. Um, which is Kindle Direct Publishing, publishing uh, Amazon. Right, that's Amazon. For, if, yeah. for if any listeners that don't know that, the, the KDP is just Kindle Direct Publishing, uh, and that's Amazon. Yeah. So I I really wanted something with a little bit more quality, um, and I was adamant that I wanted Spiral Bound. So I started um, as a specialist in Spiral Bound. I still am a specialist in Spiral Bound. Um, and I do spiral bound as print on demand, which is amazing. Um, Amazon doesn't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I, I did there and then I've just, I just developed my skills. I'm a Canva beta tester. Um, I think I'm considered a Canva expert. I've created probably somewhere in the region of about a hundred different types of journals. That's so um, cool. Yeah, and and some of them are, are guided in what I call journey journals, so that they take mm-hmm. you on a journey, and they've got lots of prompts and things through there. Um, and some of them are about affirmations, and yeah, there's there's just uh, what if journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, and my recent ones are, you know, my luxury range. So I've discovered hardback hardback square journals that stay flat when you write in them, um, which are absolutely amazing and. Um, and they've come on leaps and bounds along with my creative abilities as well over the years. Um, so 
That is so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a, a potted version of, of my my creative learning journey as well. <laughs> Sounds easy, but oh dear, the well uh, in retrospect, day. yeah, it does sound really easy when you say so. You know, I started in Excel, and then I realized that Word might be better, and you know, then I, I got a book and uh, started using Canva. Like that doesn't count, that has no way minimizes the times when you're like pulling your eyes out of your head in frustration because you're just like, why can I not cut? and paste <laughs> yeah why does this not work why can I not do that why can I not see everything together and why can I not move that over there and <coughs> you think how do I get that text to be that and oh my goodness me yeah it's um you know and then the 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 day weeks years possibly of of frustration exactly, um, exactly. absolutely worth it um yeah absolutely worth it you know it's um these days I can I can have an idea, especially if I'm out walking in the mornings where my, most of my ideas come from. Um have my little voice recorder with me just to capture anything just in case mm-hmm. um while I'm out. And you know, these days I can bring an idea to life, you know, if I'm really in flow and I don't get interrupted you know, in within a couple of days. And oh, that's know, gorgeous. And so then designed. um I'm sorry, please go continue. So I can say it's designed uh, in my head, cover the interiors, you know, flowing out of me. I've got the 200 pages or 150, whatever it is I'm making, and then it sits there. And, you know, I resist the temptation to actually publish it straight away because I know that I need to come back and read what I've written yeah. and have a look at it with a fresh pair of eyes, adjust the um, any transparencies, adjust the, adjust the images, you know, make make sure that the bleed and everything is right. And, you know, I've got my dimensions right. I've made any mistakes. And then I'll do it the next day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you can publish it after you've confirmed everything. It's kind of like the uh, the old axiom cut, uh, wait, measure twice, cut once. When That's you're right. Yeah. Building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And absolutely, you know, it's um, I broke my own rule probably uh, three or four months ago um, because I've never had a disastrous um, proof copy. Okay. I've never, because I've taken my time and, you know, I've made sure everything's right and I've checked, double checked, triple checked. So I broke my own own proof copy rule, you know, one copy to double check before I order more. And I had several designs on a theme, um, which were very similar. And I, I ordered all of them. So I ended up with six journals that weren't quite right. (laughs) It's like, Oh, berating myself so much for, you know, this is what I tell my clients to do. Um, oh, yeah. You, know, you order one one copy at a time. And for years and years and years, that's been my religious rule. And because, you know, they get too cocky, don't you? And um, it was, I just, yeah, I just thought, oh, they're, they're fine. Let's just have one of each. And when they arrived, I was, I was so disappointed. Oh, <laughs> it's, I don't think it's oh, cockiness. No. I think it's enthusiasm. You know, you're excited. You're looking forward to seeing it, you know. And then, of course, as you know, that's when we find the pages are yeah. juxtaposed or, you know, whatever the issue may be. Yeah, yeah. it was It was supposed to be full color and, and you know, beautiful colored lines and intricate pages, which they were. Or they would have been if I hadn't reduced the because tra- they hadn't noticed that I'd reduced the transparency right down. So they came up like pages. <laughs> That's hilarious. That it is, is now I look back on it. And deeply unfortunate. <laughs> yes. But it's nothing that you, you know, 
it's time, right? You know, get it fixed, upload it again, yeah. you know, do the things. It's it's time. And that's what is our non-renewable resource, which is yeah. you know, why, why you do what you do is to help people maximize their time here yeah. in this world, you know. But that's yeah. that's I think I think I'm done with the mistakes now. I think I've had enough years of learning. I know that I said like, so when do I have to stop proving I'm resilient? When when is that? Like, because I'm ready to stop. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. But correcting the mistakes that we inflict on ourselves—that we could do a whole different podcast on. But um, bringing it back around to the journaling. Thank you so much for sharing your journey of from bleak depression, not wanting to be alive and then, you know, getting it all out. And I I do think that there is a fine line. Uh, Like you said, you were just kind of rehashing it over and over again. And we can actually build that to be our reality. So, but we have to express it, you know, and get it out of us. So there is some that we have to say how crappy things are so that we can recognize it. We can say, yep, this is not what I want and let it go as opposed to dwelling and ruminating. And then that keeps us stuck. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Such a juicy story. Thank you, Nikki. I really appreciate you being here and sharing so openly with uh, your your journey, journey journal. Hello, same root word. What I know right here. Linguistics. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh well, Nikki Piper. Please check her out in the show notes and uh, reach out to her. Check out her journals. Life changing stuff. Seriously. Thank you. Now I find there it is. Out journaling. That's not actually a journal. So tell me more about that. Um, so this is first book in in my own right. Um, I am part of contrib- um, collaborative books previously, but this will be my first book in my own right. So it will be the Art and Soul of Journaling, which is obviously is my company, uh, the Journaling One Hundred and One series, um, which is my trademark. And I had the inspiration uh, based not only on, on on my life, but also the trials and tribulations that I've had uh, with journaling and the help that I can now give to others. So the first one I'm hoping to launch um, in January, mm-hmm. uh, obviously all around getting started. So it's going to be the Journaling 101 series and there will be uh, the inspiration I had was around about 40 titles, so covering all different aspects of journaling for certain things. So obviously, Getting Started is, is the first book, and then we're going to be moving right through the spectrum of emotions. I'm going to be including business. I'm going to be including relationships, um, you know, journaling for, for confidence, for empowerment. For Oh, this is brilliant. And any, any word that you can think of, you know, on the emotion front, um, it's it's there um you know it's I've got all the covers designed I've got an idea and the framework for the insides is all I've got to do is actually sit down and write oh this is Um, brilliant I love it I absolutely love it Uh, because as you know I I publish my books and you know I'm in the process well we'll be out by the time this airs you know of putting out my own anthology uh with different contributors so that I can work on you know getting more people's voices out there and you being able to guide people to go within themselves and yeah. perhaps, you know, sort of reprogram some subconscious things or to to reframe some events so that it can be helpful instead of hurtful. 
that's yes yeah that's, that's the that's good powerful. stuff yeah yeah and i am actually training in a new modality as well to bring into to my actual you know, um one-to-one clients mm-hmm. so you know i do generally one-to-ones i do coaching one-to-ones um and the new modality that i'm training in is called heart healing which basically is hypnotherapy based okay so i can bring it i can bring it in to get rid of that i'm not enough feeling oh or, my goodness or, such a mm. yeah it's yeah, that and that in itself, I think, is going to be such a game changer for for so many people getting to the the root causes, you know, uh, of why you know, women, especially, but yeah, you know, not just women, you know, we never ever feel enough, you know, right. whatever it, whatever it is, and I I suffer from this, you know, and I'm beginning to understand why, and obviously going through the training myself, it's like, oh my goodness me, you know, I've I've got to take this out to the world. You know, I'm going to be bringing it, in. and you know, because it is, you know, it is a one-to-one therapy mm-hmm. based, but it, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be absolutely massive. And I'm, is... I'm sure when I finish my training, I can I can work out a way to um, to be bringing it into uh, to groups, doing group coaching and and group work with it as well. So, yes, indeed, because going from one to one, it's so powerful to coach someone individually, and. And it's also very powerful to coach in groups and sometimes more powerful, I think, depending on the personalities involved, because people um, will help each other with concepts. And as you know, as I know, having taught when you can teach someone how to do something, then you really, really understand it. And so that's gorgeous. That's the same thing with, you know, whether, you know, highly recommend guys groups you know, coaching, get accountability partners, you know, have that feedback loop going so that you're, you're reinforcing the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And a journal would certainly fill that bill because you're, you're daily sitting down with this and, and following the prompts and looking within and from someone so artfully made this journey herself. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much, Nikki. I really appreciate you sharing all of this. You're welcome. My lovey, thank you so much for listening. If this episode struck a chord with you, just know you do not have to be defined by whatever bullshittery has happened to you. And you can experience joy while you work on the heavier stuff. There's a link in the show notes where you can book a call with me and talk about how you can move forward with that. Because there's so much joy in living and you don't have to have it be heavy all the time. 